Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 8, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1. Now it's time for the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. Here we are. It is Thursday, February 1st. Rabbit, rabbit, everyone. Welcome to February. We finally made it through January. And now here we are in the shortest month. This one's just going to fly by. It's going to be crazy. But You sure today's not January 32nd? Yeah, it's we're good. definitely February 1st. We are moving on on and dry January over for a lot of people. So now, you know, maybe you can celebrate by indulging in a, a cocktail. I have a couple of friends who really stuck to it. I was really proud of them. I, I kind of went in like, I'll have a, a damp January. I just, you know, I, I, I'll be honest. I just don't drink very much anymore. I mean, if we go out to dinner, maybe I'll have a glass of wine. Maybe sometimes I don't even do that. Um, but I did have, I think I had a glass of champagne literally on January 1st and then does that count, though? I mean, you're so it's celebrating Happy New Year. It's still New, it's still New Year's. I, th- I think it's short like January 2nd. It's the day after New Year's Eve if you yeah. are having some fun. And hey, one glass of champagne, it's, I think you're fine. Well, then uh, then my friend had a birthday, and I had a glass of wine there. But the funny thing is, is the friend who had the birthday was doing Dry January, and they did not even drink on their own birthday. Oh, I was good for so, them for sticking to it. I was like, it. dang, you are impressive. I'll have a drink for you instead. <laughs> so, yeah, so that is over. Did you partake in, in Dry January? You know, I'm like you. Uh, no. No, I didn't say I'm not going to drink during January. I probably had, yeah, definitely had a couple of cocktails and a glass of wine or two. But if you go back to a year ago to two years ago, my, yeah, my drinking habits have cut back huge cutbacks. It's just, it's for me, I enjoy a couple glasses of wine at dinner or maybe a kettle and tonic, but I just don't get the same solid sleep. And then I'm a little groggy in the morning. So yeah, I find myself cutting back on stuff. I still enjoy a glass of wine or cocktail here and there, but before it used to be every Friday night, a couple glasses of wine and then Saturday night, cocktail at the house. And if I'm going to someone's party, I'll have a glass of wine. I just, I scaled it back like you. It just, I don't like how it was affecting me. Yeah. It just, it, it was really messing up my sleep and it still does. Even like if I have one glass of wine, I always wake up in the middle of the night. And it, I just it takes me a minute to fall back to sleep. So I, I really weigh my options when I'm when I'm out and it's like, do I want, really need this glass of wine? Do I really want it? And 
you know, it's like 50-50. Sometimes it's like, nah. And then other times it's like, you know what? I, I, I do want it. So it's, it's I love funny. that preacher. It's, it's an internal struggle. Like We'll get there to the restaurant. like, ah. But it all boils down to sleep. It's like, <laughs> do I mind waking up in the middle of the night tonight? Or do I not want that to happen? Yeah. So, well, if you did dry January, congratulations. And I just, I just got to say, I, I love this show uh, so much. And the little nuances that uh, come from the show. And one is... The first of every month, I think of you saying rabbit, rabbit. I think of the Bone Thugs and Harmony song, first of the month. And now, uh, anytime someone says the word apparently, <laughs> I me. immediately go back to one of the newscasters this morning said, well, apparently. apparently. And I'm like, it was a serious story. I'm like, apparently. I might see, I blame my children for getting me to say that word over and over and over again. I don't feel like I used to say it that much, but they say it. All the time. And it gets to the point where, like, Brooklyn will be telling us something at dinner, like, how was your day? Blah, blah, blah. And apparently, blah, 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 blah. and I start doing that at dinner. I'm like, apparently. <laughs> and she's like, stop it. Leave me alone. Apparently. <laughs> like, I love that kid. That is my favorite viral clip ever in the history of viral clips. I think the word has just always been out there. It's always been used, but I'm just now heightened awareness of people that say it. And I say it myself too, but it's just, and it could be this serious situation. Well, apparently this happened last night. Yeah, probably. Because <laughs> yeah, in, my, in my mind, I'm saying that. Even if I'm the, word to, <laughs> the one using the word, in my mind, I say, apparently. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's it's funny how, how things kind of stick. And it's unfortunate too, because that word will always have that meaning to me now. Apparently. Apparently, Mercedes had a couple glasses of wine during dry January. Yeah, so, well, we are glad to have you guys here this morning. It is so good uh, to start off the month with you, and we have a lot happening. We apparently have Madonna <laughs> tickets <laughs> at 7 o'clock hour. We've got your Billy Joel and Sting tickets in the 8 o'clock hour. And don't forget, JT tickets coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. So let's get things started. It is time for the pre-show. You pick up. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear here, Come As You Are by Nirvana. Do you want to hear The Way You Love Me by Faith Hill? Or do you want to hear I Do Anything by Simple Plan? I do anything. choices get your votes in right now you can jump on x and send us a tweet at mercedes in the am you can vote on our facebook page or you can text or call us right now at 702-364-9400 we are going to count your votes now and we'll reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 you choose the music you pick it we play it it's mercedes in the morning free show you pick them There's a viral video right now. It's so funny. Steph, I know you saw this one, too. The first time I saw it, I was trying to figure out what it was because it was a duet. And 
I was like, why is this why is this lady being mean to this kid? And then I realized what I was watching. Why don't you explain what it is? Yeah, so it's of this woman and it's a girl named Wendy. Wendy and is trying to help discipline your kids. And she posts this video with the audio we're about to play and the caption is Use me when you want to yell at your kiddos. So parents are duetting her video and putting their kids on the camera and then having them watch. And when they're watching, this is what the woman on the screen is saying to them, the child. Hey, stop. Knock it off. Be nice to your mom. She told you to stop being bad. Why are you being bad? You want auntie to get mad? You want pow pow? You want pow pow? Mm-mm. No iPad. That, I don't care. Why are you crying? Don't cry. No more. Stop. And, and then she and it goes on longer. And I was watching this one with this little boy, and he's watching. And and with the, at that part where she's like, "Why are you crying?" He was literally about to cry, oh, and then she's was. like, "Stop!" And then he stops, and then she goes, "No iPad." And his face was like, "Oh, oh my gosh!" He's just like all of a sudden, hey, stop, knock it off, be nice to your mom. She told you to stop being bad. Why are you being bad? You want Auntie to get mad? You want pow pow? You want pow pow? Mm-mm. No iPad. That, I don't care. Why are you crying? Don't cry. No more. Stop. It's so funny. These kids are watching like, who is this lady? Why is she yelling? But they stop crying and they stop being mad. Some of the comments are hilarious. It says, this is Miss Rachel. (laughs) Someone said the pow pow threat. That was universal. And then lastly, someone said, I'm using this and saving it for my 30 year old. Oh (laughs) my gosh. It is so funny. Just a new way to to discipline your child. If you don't want to be the bad guy, let auntie do it and she will take care of things. I, the duets are hilarious. You've got to find it. If you're on TikTok. just these kids face when they're like, oh my gosh. And it seems the timing is perfect there. Is it? No, no, don't cry. Don't cry. Yeah, uh, and then uh, the kid's really on the verge of tears and she says, don't cry. And then he kind of like stops and checks himself. <laughs> it is hilarious. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning. Show number 1995. And now here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. It is February 1st. Rabbit, rabbit, everyone. We are in a new month and we are so happy to have you guys joining us. January is finally, finally over. We're kicking this uh, month off on a little bit of a rainy note. It's going to be rainy today. Yeah, end of January, too. Gosh, this past weekend, first couple days of the week were gorgeous. But, yeah, transition to February, here comes the rain. Be ready for that. So show number 1995 means we go to the year 1995. And this was the top song of 1995. by Boyz II Men and Mariah Carey. Such a huge, huge song that year. But that wasn't the only one. There were some other big songs that year. This is How We Do It by Montel Jordan. Had a great year in 95. He loves I Wish. We're looking on the, the country side of things. Some Tim McGraw. I like it. I love it. 
And this is the year that young Mercedes' life changed when she was introduced to an artist named Alanis Morissette. 1995. That's where that's where it all changed. That's where it started right there. Oh man! <laughs> Out of all those songs, I still feel like '95 was Alanis's year. I feel like you know, obviously the new album we are, we all learned about Alanis, and then once that song came out, the hits just keep coming oh, after man. that. Oh man, I was I was infatuated. Like that's all I would talk about. My parents are like, "Who is this girl?" I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" I was obsessed with that with that CD. <laughs> Do you remember where you first heard it? Did someone introduce you to Alanis, or if, like for me, it was on. Uh, uh, the radio. Um, so, where, where did you first pick up on Atlantis? Ninety-two X. That was the radio station yeah. in, <laughs> in Denver. I heard her on ninety-two X. I'm like, who is this? This is amazing. And then after that, it was all just like all Atlantis all the Here time. Here we go. Also in nineteen ninety-five, People's Sexiest Man Alive was Brad Pitt. In nineteen ninety-five, October third. O.J. Simpson was acquitted of murder on both counts. So much work stopped to pay attention to the verdict that day that it cost American companies an estimated $480 million in lost productivity. Everyone was glued to their televisions to find out the verdict on October 3rd, 1995. I remember the night before, Monday Night Football. So it, would have been a t- it was a Tuesday morning when they announced it. It was during Monday Night Football. They said they, they had reached a verdict, and they'll be doing the announcement the next morning. And that's when I called two pledges, a Sigma Chi fraternity. I said, we're going to L.A. And we drove out there overnight, and we're standing outside the courthouse when the verdict was read. I Actually, that was my next thing. In 1995, J.C. went to the courthouse <laughs> to see the verdict. <laughs> but here's the thing, Mercedes. I did make it back in time to work at Value Rent-A-Car that night. So hey, I did not. Priorities. Skip class, but made it to work. <laughs> in 1995, Drew Barrymore, she uh, did that table dance for David Letterman <gasps> oh, yes, on his talk show. Yeah. And uh, with her back to the audience, she flashed him by lifting up her shirt. Newsweek uh, published an article in 1995 just laughing and basically scoffing at the future of the internet. It laughed at the idea that people would get their news, learn, or even buy airline tickets online in 1995. Oh, I need to find this. This, this was Newsweek. We got to find Newsweek this and read article. this article. We yeah. should. We should find it and read it. Um, 1995 was the year that we lost the Queen of Tejano pop music, Selena. She was killed by the ex-president of her fan club. Ugh, I just get so mad when I think of this that story. She, th- this woman was so talented. I loved Selena. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I didn't discover music till after the fact. After she passed away, that's when I started learning about her. And such a tragedy. The whole story. Jennifer Lopez played her right in that movie. Yeah, she did. She did a really good job. Mm-hmm. I feel like that role really put J Lo on the map as far as an actress goes. Born in 1995, Timothy Chalamet, Kendall Jenner, Megan Thee Stallion, Doja Cat, Dua Lipa. Gigi Hadid, BTS's V, and Jimin, born in 1995. Patrick Mahomes was born in 1995, and so was Post Malone. Uh, there you go. Your facts from 1995. Now, coming up on today's show, 7.30, we've got tickets for you to go see Madonna. And then up next, we do have What's Trending. What do you have for us? Well, live with Kelly and Mark, it's coming to Las Vegas. How you can get free tickets. We've got that and more coming up in What's Trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending on Mix ninety four point one. All right, this morning Margot Robbie is trending. The actress is she's speaking out about 
just all the uproar over her not getting nominated for Best Actress in the movie Barbie, despite the movie receiving eight nominations, neither she nor her director, Greta Gerwig, were acknowledged. She was at a special SAG screening this week, and I just I just love her. She said, there's no way to feel sad when you know you're this blessed. So she's she's not stressing out over it. She did go on to say, however, obviously, I think Greta should be nominated as a director because what she did is a once in a career, once in a lifetime thing. What she pulled off, it really is. But it's been an incredible year for all the films. That's that's a class act. It shows the kind of lady that she is. And then also, yeah, pointing the spotlight back on. I mean, they both should have been nominated, in my opinion. But then putting the spotlight there on Greta, saying, "Hey, she deserves that credit for for doing what she did with that movie." Yeah, it's just uh, it'll be interesting to see how the movie does at the Oscars. I mean, Oppenheimer is like the powerhouse, and I kind of feel like that's gonna steamroll. Over over everything but um both great movies it was just i felt like it was a really great year for movies there were a lot of movies that i saw that i really enjoyed yeah 2023 was strong yeah. and, and i was reading some some articles about barbie and they were saying that it, barbie's gonna have a hard time winning best picture because traditionally the movie that wins best pictures they will have a lead actress nomination or lead actor nomination and then also the director is always nominated and then they go in on to winning the best pictures and the fact that margo and greta were not nominated it's gonna have a hard time for barbie to win best picture well if it does win best picture that would just be very odd that the director it's this is the best picture but the director wasn't great and great yeah it would even add to the fact actor, that yeah so. like hey you're saying the movie's great but they, they these two are not worthy so so bizarre this year yeah so that's trending this morning also live with kelly and mark is trending kelly ripa and mark consuelos they're bringing their show to las vegas they're going to be doing their show at the blue life theater over at the fountain blue las vegas on february 26th and 27th the married uh talk show hosts We'll welcome celebrities. I'll welcome musicians. I'm sure there will be a ton of surprises, and it's all happening in the 3,800 or yeah, 3,800 person venue. You can get free tickets. They're available. Just go to livewithkellyandmark.com/vegas and grab your free tickets. I went to a Kelly and Ryan taping here a few years back. It was over at the Venetian, and it, it, it's neat. It's it's fast paced. You go to any, you catch a couple of shows. Constantly bringing out guests. There's not too much downtime. It, it's a lot of fun going it's, to these tapings. It's, it sounds like it's going to be fun, and uh, they got married here, so I'm sure they're going to go revisit the wedding chapel where they got they got married, and who knows, maybe a vow renewal or oh, something. Yeah. You never know. And then finally this morning, Chuck E. Cheese is trending. Chuck E. Cheese, he is releasing his own cookbook, parents. It's called the Chuck E. Cheese and Friends Party Cookbook. It's out March 19th. You can pre-order it on Amazon for 23 bucks. The mouse himself is credited as the author. His full name is, of course... Charles Entertainment Cheese. Oh, I had no idea. Really? Yeah, that's Chuck E. Cheese's <laughs> real name. Charles Entertainment Cheese. He opted for the more recognizable Chuck E. Sure, as his yeah. Pen uh -huh. name. Uh, it's full of recipes for parties and for large groups. It's 128 pages, and it has some of the other Chuck E. Cheese characters like... Uh, the dog, the singing dog, J Jasper T. Jowls. And then there's the, the chicken, Helen Henny. Uh, it's, it's not clear how many of their actual menu items are on it, but some of the recipes are like Kansas City barbecue chicken pizza. They have a Halloween themed pigs in a blanket called mummy dogs and they have a rainbow marble unicorn cake. They say the new cookbook is meant to 
extend the Chuck E. Cheese experience beyond the actual restaurant. So available for pre-orders now, and that is what's trending. We've got tickets for you to go see the Harlem Globetrotters. That's coming up next, and those tickets are yours when you win Heads Up. It's Mix 94.1. This is Mercedes in the Morning. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. All right, Ashley, you ready to play Heads Up? Woo! Ooh, I'm ready. All yeah. right, we've got this four-pack of tickets for you to check out the Harlem Globetrotters at the Dollar Loan Center, and you'll be qualified for that magic pass. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Brussels sprouts or wedding rings? Uh, let's go with the wedding rings. Wedding rings it is. National Wedding Ring Day is on Saturday, so these are all different types of jewelry, okay? Yeah. All right. All right, who do you want to pick as your partner? Mercedes. Okay. <laughs> Ashley, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to see the Harlem Globetrotters, and you start now. Um, You wear this uh, around the thing that holds up your head. Uh, Necklace. Uh, yes. This is what you would wear on your wrist, uh, this piece of jewelry. Bracelet. Yes. This is what you would wear um, just above your foot. It would go around that area just above your foot. Um, ankle bracelet? Uh, uh, d- judges? Anklet? Yes, yes. anklet. Um, this is what, um, when you have a shirt that needs the, uh, the, the, you wear these to keep the sleeves together, these pieces of jewelry. Cuffing. Yes. This is, uh, you would wear these, they might be dangly, or you might wear hoops, or just... Earrings? To, yes. Uh, this is, uh, you would wear this, uh, it's a, uh, like a necklace, it's a thing you find in an oyster. Um, it, it, yes. Um, yeah. Oh, that's it! That's oh six. my gosh! Wow, you did really well, Ashley. Nice job! Congratulations! It's hard to oh, give a you. it's hard to give a clue for necklace and anklet when they have like yeah. the words in it. So I was I, I was very impressed with how you picked up on that. Nice job! Yeah, thank you, Ashley. You're all set with four tickets to the Harlem Globetrotters. That's happening uh, this month, the end of the month, February 26th at the Dollar Loan Center. So, congratulations! And we've got more of these Globetrotters tickets for you tomorrow morning. Next hour, 7.30, tickets for you to go see Madonna. Those are yours when you conquer the Mega Minute. It's Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. If you ever want to reach out, you can always call us or text us at 702-364-9400. And use that number right now. If you ban yourself from eating or drinking something. Is there something that you you say, I cannot eat or drink this? And what is it? And why did you impose that ban on yourself? Is it a dietary issue, like a reaction that you get? Is it some sort of a, a diet that you're on that you're not allowed to eat it? Do you always feel sick after you eat it? What do you ban yourself from eating or drinking? I have a self-imposed ban on something. And uh, it's it's we were talking about dry January earlier and how a lot of people said, I'm not going to I'm not going to drink alcohol for a month. Mine is a, a lifelong ban and I try to avoid it at all costs, although it's really hard to do because it's in a lot of things. And that is garlic. I just I do not like eating garlic. Don't get me wrong. I love the way it tastes. Put a little garlic and so delicious. It tastes so good. But I just cannot deal with the after effects of your breath. And then sometimes you'll smell like it comes out of your pores the next day. Yes. So last night, 
Um, I accidentally ate a ton of garlic and I realized it once it was, t- uh, my husband really wanted to get takeout Chinese and there's a Chinese restaurant that we just love their food. And I was looking at the menu, like, what do I want? And they have this cucumber salad. And I just thought like, man, that just sounds so refreshing. And mm, I just, I love cucumber. So I was like, I'm going to get the cucumber salad. And so, um, and we got other stuff too, but it comes and I get it and I open it and I'm just like, oh, this just looks so fresh and delicious. And my mouth is watering and I put a big scoop of it on my plate and I start eating it. And it's like, oh my gosh. And I'm starving. I'm just gobbling this cucumber salad up. And then I actually stop for a second and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I didn't even really bother to look in there. It's covered in garlic, just all over the place. And I just didn't even pay attention to it. So immediately I start tasting my mouth. I'm like, oh my gosh, I breathe into my hand. Oh my gosh, I almost passed out. The garlic was so intense. I I cannot do garlic. I got. I have to place a ban on garlic with me because I hate the after effects. Is it so? You're the type of person that the following day you're because some people can eat it and have no issue. Some people eat it. It's coming out of their pores in different ways, and they can smell you walking down the hallway. Yeah. You have that effect. Well, so I started drinking tons of water, flush it out, yeah. flush it out. And this morning I'm like scented lotion. Oh, I don't want to smell like garlic. I apologize in advance if I do. I really <laughs> went to town on that garlic. This is the blessing of. Of us being in separate studios yes, like yesterday. Thank yeah. goodness for that. <laughs> it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Best Mattress, just like David says. Sleep easy, friends. Dr. Jesus Jara, he, the Clark County School District Superintendent, has submitted his resignation. I know there are some very happy people about this this morning. Um, according to the school district documents, this move is going to be discussed next Wednesday at a Clark County School Department Board of Trustee meeting. Um, it also, the agenda says that Brenda Larson Mitchell will be appointed as superintendent upon his resignation. There was a, in a message from the, the Board of Trustees, they said over the last five years, Superintendent Jara and the board have sought to improve student outcomes, strengthen the district's finances, and implement systems to support student learning. We currently have a unique opportunity to lead the district on a path forward without disrupting the district's stability and remain laser focused on student outcomes in the district. Wasn't he out at one point? Did he resign and then they brought him back in? No, he like got voted out. Vo- okay. And then, um, yeah, it was a whole thing. He was so, out at one point, though. He was out, but he was, wasn't was out officially, okay. from my understanding. So I guess what had happened before was that um, his, he got a contract extension. They voted four to three for this extension. But then like five months later, the board that voted on it, they they discussed his employment and possible action on termination. So then they voted to remove him and he was all he was upset. And it, they were saying that this guy's just disconnected from CCSD families. And then 
they reconsidered firing him and it was just a whole big mess yeah Yeah. so looks like uh this might be the end of that the the jara era so we'll uh, keep you posted on that also this morning you might want to stop sharing your hulu password the streaming service notified customers yesterday that it's going to start banning people that are sharing accounts outside of a household starting in march so like banning you do it. You're banned. Like, wait, if, if I'm if you're borrowing my password, I'm going to get banned. Yeah. What? The message that people saw basically says you can be kicked off of Hulu if you share and they can check to see if you are at any time. So watch out for that. Netflix started doing the same thing last year. And despite fears of losing subscribers, the service uh, has actually seen their numbers jump. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I think Hulu is is Handmaid's Tale Hulu. Yes. Okay, so I'm, not, I'm currently not subscribed to Hulu. We only get Hulu when Handmaid, uh, Handmaid's Tale comes back, because that's, that's Laura's show, so she's got to watch us. That's when we re- re- resubscribe. So right now, no Hulu in my house, so I'm uh, clear. Uh, um, I'm watching a show on Hulu as we speak right now. What do you got? Revenant. And so... I gotta, I gotta get through the end of this one. I think, I think we're like three episodes until I'm done with this one. But it's really good, so I can't afford to lose my Hulu. Don't ask me for my password. I was gonna say anyway. I want to watch the show. No. Like, hey, we have to March. I'll, I'll make sure I log out before March. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. All right. Finally, this morning, people complain about you know the choices they have to make on a daily basis. But uh, what, what about if you found out like you? Were you had the choice? Okay, people are complaining about Biden versus Trump. Who do I pick? Who do I pick? What if you find out that you're actually in the mix on Biden versus Trump? A 39 year old woman in Colorado, her name's Crystal Gable. She just found out she's running for president. How does this happen? She's not happy about it either. She's not happy about it. She didn't plan to run. She doesn't want to run, but she's going to be on the ballot in Minnesota's primary, running as the legal marijuana now party candidate. So how did this happen? Did she forget she signed up for that? No, 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 no. She is a marijuana activist, and she has run for political office before, but it happened when she used to be in the party's Facebook group, and they nominated her without her permission, thinking she would be totally cool with it. She only found out because she has a Google alert set up for her own name. (laughs) Minnesota's primary is March 5th, and it's too late to have her name removed now. So she is actively telling people, do not vote for me. Please don't vote for me. She says we all have a common law right not to be forced to be candidates, and she called the whole thing anti-democratic. Well, if there's a way to put you on this ballot, I'm going to do it. I want to see you you run for president. (laughs) I I do not give my permission for this. Mercedes is the legal marijuana now party candidate of Nevada. Absolutely not. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. Telling you, uh, social media can get you into some trouble. We're going to talk a little bit um, about in the hot three how a bunch of the heads of social media companies were uh, in the spotlight yesterday, and they were they attended a Senate hearing where they were basically you know beaten up, held responsible uh, for a lot of the things that social media has caused in people's lives, and and so we'll talk more about that coming up next hour in the in the hot three. Yeah, social media got me in a little bit of trouble uh, last night with the NFL. Um, so there's a Super Bowl, the best Super Bowl commercials show is airing on CBS next Friday, and Boomer Siasen and Danny Rua, she's from NCIS or the host, and they were filming it last night at Allegiant Stadium, and Mercedes and I work over at Channel 8 for a show called Las Vegas Now, and I got to go interview them last night and get like a behind-the-scenes look of this whole filming of the show. So I got to go to Allegiant Stadium last night, and we go inside the stadium, and they take us down onto the field, and there is so much activity happening at Allegiant Stadium right now. It is wild. They were painting the one end zone, the Chiefs color and everything, and they were getting the field ready, and it was just neat to be down there, and I'm waiting for, for Boomer and Danny to show up and they got the production crew and so I'm just standing there so I just started doing videos for social media I, I went to the bathroom at one point did a video of me walking out down onto the field I'm doing selfies taking pictures of the grass and I see this this woman is like in the stands looking down at me she's watching me I'm like uh-oh so at that point I posted a few videos next thing I know the producer of this show walks up to me and he's like hey are you uh, taking pictures and video I'm like yeah and post some stuff to social media he goes take it down I'm like what and he goes, yeah, the NFL doesn't want us sharing any videos of the field or inside the stadium until until the show airs. We can't be showing any of the stuff. I'm like, oh. And he's like, yeah, the girl with the NFL saw you taking videos. So I immediately had to take down all my social media posts that had inside Allegiant Stadium because we can't share that stuff yet. Yeah, it's very secretive. They they have a very strict set of guidelines as far as like sharing stuff and access to stuff and you have to if you're involved with anything Super Bowl related you have to have like a full background check it's it's definitely a serious thing yeah the credential process yeah they, they check everything but I was just so so it was so neat being just, a standing on the field at Allegiant Stadium but then to see the Super Bowl happenings getting ready and there's like the energy down there on the field has social media Ever gotten you in trouble? Have you posted a picture with someone in it and they're like, oh, I'd take that picture down? Have you ever been in that situation? Um, You know, I, I don't think I've had anyone like tell me to take anything down or, or anything like that. As far as like getting in trouble, I, I've i never gotten in trouble that I can think of, but I, I'm sure people have. What happened? 702-364-9400. I've, I've found out things on social media that I didn't, like I felt were deserving of a phone call or a heads up, like, you know, someone passed away and I'm like, oh, wow, this is a family member. And I'm finding this out on social media. Interesting. Like I, I didn't 
a text message wasn't enough. You have to post it to everyone. And so stuff like that has happened to me before. How shocking is that? You open up Instagram and you see a post of like a second cousin or something like, oh, why, why is Greta posting a photo? Then you read the caption and find out the person passed away. Yeah, it's 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 always very jarring or you find out like your your friend group had a get together and they invited everyone except for you and you're like what the heck oh, it like that's that's the worst <laughs> Steph have you ever gotten in trouble for something posted on social media I wouldn't say trouble but my mom did get mad at me because of a caption on my post I went to the Ari concert back in 2019 and my caption was thought I'd end up with Sean because he wasn't a match and that's a lyric from her song Thank You Next well, it was kind of a jab because my ex-boyfriend's name is Sean. Oh. <laughs> and my mom said, honey, I understand that you went to the Ari concert, but don't you think it's a little bit disrespectful to your ex-boyfriend, Sean? I'm like, who? <laughs> or, or, or to your current boyfriend. <laughs> That's a little disrespectful. <laughs> he didn't care. <laughs> Turn it up. We're getting you back to Vegas's best variety and Mercedes in the morning. Faster. Mix 94.1. We've got tickets for you to go see Madonna, and those tickets are yours in about five when you conquer the Mercedes in the morning mega minute. Las Vegas is a tourist destination. We always have people coming here for the first time experiencing our city, and so many of you listening right now work in, like, the industry where you cater to tourists, whether it's hospitality or some other service. Tell us right now at 702-364-9400, what would you tell someone that was coming here for the first time? What would you tell a tourist that's coming here the first time? A bit of advice, a warning. What piece of advice would you give a tourist coming here? We're going to see a lot of people here in the next week and a half just invading our city for the Super Bowl. So we want to know what advice or warning or tip you would offer them at 702-364-9400. Oh, this would be good. My first thing would be, and this is just based on my experience in other cities when I'm the tourist, is don't rent a car. Just just try to Uber from place to place because parking is going to be a literal nightmare at some of these hotels and you're going to be charged a ton of money to park a car, which you may not even use that much. So my advice would be just plan on Ubering everywhere or maybe use a car service, something like that. If you need to get from point A to point B, don't rent a car. That would be my tip for a tourist coming to Las Vegas. That's a great one, too. And you rack up the parking fees and everything. Yes. You're going to be losing money on the deal. Um, we mentioned what are some tips. I would say tip. If you're coming to Las Vegas, make sure you take care of the people that are taking care of you. And if they go above and beyond with service and so many people do in this town, make sure you take care of that person that does something special for you when yes, you're in Las Vegas. Please do. Our community depends on it. Bailey, what advice, warning, or tip would you give to a tourist coming to Las Vegas for the first time? Don't go wandering out around by the Strat. Oh, yes. Yeah. Late at night. Yeah. Probably not the best place to go wandering The shadows around. of the Strat. Strat yeah. itself is amazing. Great shows inside there. But yeah, there's uh, Naked City, it's known as. And and there's, you know, there's a lot of other areas in town. Yeah, I would also recommend, yeah. uh, recommend you not do that. Derek, what about for you? What do you think is the, the tip, the warning that you need to give tourists? Uh, the biggest thing is that the green door is not a dispensary. <laughs> 
I, I did not know what the green door was for the longest time when someone told me. I was like, oh, okay. And if you don't know, um, you know look it up. Look it up. <laughs> is there a red door place too in town? Is it a red I door or a green door? <laughs> all kinds of doors. Margo is 10 years old. 10-year-old Margo, what advice would you give to someone coming to Las Vegas? So where the Super Bowl players are staying, there's coyotes. Don't feed them. Yes, they're staying out at Lake Las Vegas, and there's a lot of wildlife out there, especially, yes, coyotes. And these why why should they not feed the coyotes, Margo? Because the coyotes, they're not scared of humans anymore. So, so if you want them to be scared, scream at them and run away. <laughs> yeah, because people, especially at Lake Las Vegas, people are feeding those coyotes. They're huge. Margo, that is the best tip. Thank you so much Dude, for that. Is Travis Kelsey's out there. Hey, coyote, come here. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe he just heard Margo and he's like, oh, never mind. I heard Margo this morning. Ruby, good morning. What is your advice to a tourist coming to Las Vegas for the first time? Go to the closest grocery store and buy yourself a case of water. Put it in your room. Oh, that is, I mean, for anyone traveling anywhere, Mm -hmm. that is so good. That way you won't spend $16 for a Fiji water in your room. (laughs) Ruby, that is brilliant. Thank you. Super smart. Super smart. We're getting a bunch of uh, texts. Be careful of a hotel near the Las Vegas sign. Getting a hotel near the Las Vegas sign? I don't know. Uh, now I'm curious. Yeah, there's a certain hotel that things happen down there? Carry your physical ID. It's Vegas. You're going to get carded. Don't get offended. Even if you're ancient, you're getting carded. <laughs> Budget your gambling money. And uh, don't smoke weed in the casinos or at the tables. Yes, this is all really good <laughs> advice. All right, here we go. It is now time for the Mercedes in the Morning Mega Minute. This is your chance to win tickets to see Madonna. She is coming to Las Vegas. She's going to be at the T-Mobile Arena in March. And we have your tickets right now with the Mega Minute. What is the Mega Minute? It is a 60-second quiz for you. We've got 10 questions. You can answer all of them correctly in 60 seconds. You are going to win these tickets. Will we have a winner for the Mega Minute today? Let's try it right now. Caller 20, you get to try at 702-364-9400. It's time for Mercedes in the Morning's Mega Minute. Andrea, you are contestant for the Mega Minute this morning. How are you doing? I'm nervous all of a sudden. You got this. Just (laughs) deep breaths. You just have to answer these questions, and you will go see Madonna. Get ready. It starts quickly. So, Andrea, you have 60 seconds to answer 10 questions correctly. If you pass on a question or get one wrong, we'll come back to that question at the end. And the game starts now. In what city would you find the Pentagon? Pentagon, Washington, D.C.? Yes. What is the name of the cartoon based off a cat whose favorite food is lasagna? Garfield. Yes. What city is the rapper Eminem from? Detroit. Yes. What vegetable is known to scare vampires away? Garlic. Yes. What is the name of the Disney movie about ants who get overruled by grasshoppers? A Bug's Life. Yes. What is the name of the company that created Beanie Babies? Yes. What is the board game that consists of kings, rooks, bishops, and knights? Chess. Yes. Michael J. Fox plays Alex P. Keaton in what 80s TV show? 
Oh my gosh, no, skip. What fruit <laughs> does a Hawaiian pizza have on it? Pineapple. Yes. What item slogan is the quilted quicker picker upper? Bounty. Yes. Michael J. Fox plays Alex P. Keaton in what 80s TV show? I have no idea. Oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to so cry. Close. Oh, Andrea. Oh, <laughs> the, 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 one curveball. <laughs> the show is called Family Ties. Oh, okay. <laughs> Andrea, how old are you? Just out of curiosity. I'm- I'm 31. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that I don't think she would have yeah. known. But she that's... knew Gar. As she got Garfield. I I'm like, know. she's gonna get that because Garfield was such an 80s uh, thing, like Family Ties. Oh, that is tough. Andrea, hang on the line here. I am so that is just heartbreaking because she was absolutely killing it. Literally got every other oh. question, but that. And even a time to come back to it too, at know. the end. Yeah. Oh man, I love this game and I hate this game. <laughs> All right. That means color 20 right now. You win these tickets. Tickets to see Madonna when she comes to the T-Mobile Arena in March. 702-364-9400. Consider this your daily reminder uh, that what you say can come back and haunt you one day. So be very careful (laughs) with your words. Earlier this morning, we were talking about an article that came out in 1995 in Newsweek, and it just scoffed at the future of the Internet in 1995. It laughed at the idea that people would get their news, that they would learn, that they would buy airline tickets online. And Steph tracked down this article, and I'm reading it now. And it's hilarious because this dude that wrote it, he is just all in. He throws it all in about. And the the title of the article is called Why the Web Won't Be Nirvana. And I don't know that anyone would claim that it's Nirvana. But he's talking about, um, he's like, Try reading a book on a disc. At best, it's an unpleasant chore. The myopic glow of clunky computer replaces the friendly pages of a book. And you can't tote that laptop to the beach. I'm like, uh, you can't? (laughs) (laughs) He's talking about how it's just a big ocean of unedited data, lacking editors, reviewers of critics. Um, Tell me, there's there's no way, or where is it? He says, um, tell me, are you going to be able to experience the joy of reading a newspaper online like (laughs) this guy goes off it's so funny i love this i I got it open out too stores will become obsolete so how come my local mall does more business in an afternoon than the entire internet handles in a month because it's 1995 (laughs) there frank that's why (laughs) even if there was a trustworthy way to send money over the internet which there isn't the network is missing a most essential ingredient of capitalism salespeople. Amazon. (laughs) Whoa, this dude, this is what, February 95? Students will happily learn from animated characters while taught by expertly tailored software. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there's a thing called online school now there, Frank. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's we should share this. Yeah, I mean, we'll post it. You got to read it. It's just so funny. So just beware of what you say. It can come back to haunt you. I wonder where this guy is, but he's like, What's missing from this electronic wonderland? Human contact. Yeah, that's my favorite part. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we love the internet. 
time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by Best Mattress. Just like David says, sleep easy, friends. The Grammys are happening this weekend, Sunday, at the Crypto.com Arena in L.A., and it's going to be on CBS um, and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Starting at 5 o'clock our time, Trevor Noah is hosting. And if you just need a, like, a little refresher on who the big nominees are this year, um, it's it, SZA was the most nominated artist this year. She got nine nominations. She was followed by Phoebe Bridgers, who got a bunch of nominations with her group, Boy Genius, as well as one for a collab with SZA. Uh, Victoria Monet grabbed seven nominations. Meanwhile, Taylor Swift, John Batiste, Miley Cyrus, um, SZA, and Olivia Rodrigo are all nominated in all three major categories, album, record, and song of the year. It's going to be a great show from the people that are nominated to performances. You mentioned earlier in the week that U2 is doing a live performance from the Sphere here in Las Vegas. I'm looking forward to the show on Sunday. Yeah, and I'm the other performers, SZA is performing, Olivia Rodrigo, Dua Lipa, Billie Eilish, Burna Boy, uh, Travis Scott, and Luke Holmes are all performing. So let's look at the record of the year. This is the big one. Uh, what, do, what do we have here? We've got Billie Eilish, What Was I Made For, Boy Genius, Not Strong Enough, John Batiste Worship, Miley Cyrus Flowers, Olivia Rodrigo Vampire, SZA Kill Bill, Taylor Swift Antihero, and Victoria Monet on my mama. I, li- I like Billy. I like Billy Eilish a lot, but, but, but deep inside, I think Miley's going to win it, which is a great song, too. That song, Flowers, is still breaking, breaking records as far as the charts. That song was massive, so I'm going to go with Miley Cyrus on that. What are you going to go with, Steph? Ooh, I kind of want to go with Taylor, just because she's so... She she wins it all. So I'm going to go with Taylor's anti-hero. I like initially I was like Billy is going to win this one, but I actually feel like SZA's going to win with Kill Bill. That song that was song was everywhere. Massive. Yeah. Massive. So we've all got our votes in on that one. We'll see uh, who's right coming up on Monday. Uh, also this morning, there's some really interesting prop bets popping up for Super Bowl 58. We've talked about a bunch of them. If you're a non-football fan, you can still get in on the betting action now because uh, BetUS is they're sharing some of theirs. It's kind of amusing. Like, what brand of shoe will Usher be wearing during the halftime show? That's a prop bet. Like Nike yeah, or New like Balance? Or, really? Yeah. Which, what, Skechers. Oh, I'm going Skechers. <laughs> I think he's going to wear a pair of Jordan 1s. I, I, I go with Jordan 1s on that one. Steph? Well, I, I know he he roller skates, so I don't know if he's going to be wearing roller skates. Not even sneakers. He, is, he said he's going to be roller yeah. skating in this. So. so a brand of roller skates. <laughs> um, how many times will Taylor be shown on TV? I'm sure that's an over-under bet on that one. Do you want to say over-under? I'm going to say more than five times. I'm going to say... I'm going to say like three. Ooh, you're going low. Yeah, I just feel like they're going to keep it in check. Okay. Yeah. You you got five, I got, I got three, five. Steph. I'm going to go high. I'm going to go her favorite number, 13. 13. Oh, my it's goodness. <laughs> it is high. Do you think she'll be shown during the national anthem? No. That's, an, that's a prop bet. Is uh, it really? Yeah. That Will she be shown during the national anthem? Um, and I do not think she will. I don't think she will either. Reba's singing it. I don't think she's going to do it. They'll show, they always show people, players, coaches, and stuff, but I don't, I don't think they'll pan to Taylor during the national no. anthem. What, um, what will the coin toss result be? Heads. Always heads. 
I'm going to say tails just to be different. I love that. (laughs) And will an unauthorized person run onto the field? Yes. Always. Every year. It's me. Yes. Usher. (laughs) Hey, you can actually bet that? You can bet if someone will run onto the field. Well, let's bet the house on that. And then then Steph go run out on the field. Yeah, you may go to jail, but it's okay. We'll be rich. I'll wear my Mix 94.1 logo. No, no, no. Wear the logo from one of our sister stations. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. Don't, don't do ours. Um, all right. Finally, this morning, Billy Joel just released his first song in 17 years. It's called Turn the Lights Back On. This It's a romantic ballad. It kind of doubles as a message to his fans who have waited all these years for new material. We talked about it um, all week long, but we've got your tickets uh, coming up next hour with uh, with our Harmony Clash. But Billy Joel is coming to town with Sting one night only, Allegiant Stadium. Do you guys want to hear a little bit of the song, or do you want to hear a lot of it? Do you? What do you guys want to hear a clip? You want to hear the whole song? What do you think? Well, me personally, this is how you know you're excited for that new Justin Timberlake last week. This is my Justin Timberlake. I'm super. I haven't. Heard, oh, really? I, I have not heard this yet. I love. Billy Joel, there's been the build-up for the song. I haven't heard a second of the song, okay, so I would love to hear the whole thing. This is a three-minute and 20-second song, so let's play it. Oh, and, no, it's and, a four-minute song. Oh, that's the hook. Oh, my, my bad. <laughs> Billy um, needs four, time. Four-minute and 14-second song. <laughs> um, so let's play it. We want to know what you guys hear. It's his first song in 17 years. Turn the Lights Back On by Billy Joel. Give us your opinion, 702-364-9400. Please open the door. Nothing is different. We've been here before. Pacing these halls. single first in 17 years that is billy joel turn the lights back on what did you guys think 702-364-9400 it's hard to believe that the last single that he put out was river of dreams like that is crazy no it's 1993 was river of dreams that is that not right no, it's wild. That's the case. That he, was 31 years ago. Okay, so that was his last album that, that came okay, out. My bad, album. my bad. And then he had um, uh, Fantasies and Delusions in 2007, All My Life and Christmas in Fallujah. Um, and then he did uh, some tribute album covers. So, But that one was his first proper single in 17 years. And I just thought it was very beautiful and kind of like sad and nostalgic. But I really, I, I thought it was nice. Yeah, I really liked it too. Um, I, I was trying to, some of the the piano. Him tickling the ivories there reminded me of other Billy Joel songs, but I couldn't place it. I felt like at one point he started riffing one of his older songs. I I, I, I like energetic Billy Joel. You know, we didn't start the fire, pressure songs like that. But I also love me some uh, ballad Billy Joel, and that's what we got there. It was, that was really good. beautiful, yeah. Nicole. Good morning. What did you think of the song? Um, I love anything Billy, so I loved it. It was just a. Did you feel the, okay? Like part of me felt kind of emotional listening to it. Did you get that, Nicole? Kind of a little bit, yeah. Like yeah. it speaks to a lot of people, I think. It was really beautiful. Thanks for your uh, your your thoughts on that. Let's talk to Derek. Derek, what did you think? So I'm not a huge Billy Joel fan, but I respect him, obviously. Yeah. 
Uh, I thought it was really good. That's that's really interesting to hear. Like from so, I, I'm kind of like you, Derek. Like I don't run out to buy Billy Joel albums and tickets mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I just really had an appreciation for the that's song. It's a great sounding song, was, and we're getting so many texts on it. People love it. Yeah, People love it. Well, you can go see Billy Joel in concert with Sting. Those tickets coming up around eight thirty. In just a few minutes, we've got your tickets to see Billy, Joel, and Sting one night only at Allegiant Stadium on November 9th. That is coming up in just a few minutes with the Harmony Clash. I, you know, I did something with, with Billy Joel related with, with my prom date, and I don't know. I, I need to go back here and get your honest opinion and tell me if this was a cool move or cringy. All right, just the way you said cool move, I already I'm cringing. I'm cringing. It's it's got to be bad with your question. Oh, a cool move. I thought I Don't was... you think Steph like the fact that he described it that way, it's you're we're going to cringe. Don't I'm, you think? I'm already cringing I know, when the way it's you said be it. Bad. The girl that I took to my senior prom, her name was Claire, and we went on a couple of dates before the for before prom, and um I knew someone that had a limousine. Um so I got to take a limousine to go pick up Claire and take her to the prom. It was a big White stretch limousine. It was actually my buddy that was driving it, but she didn't know that. And since she mentioned to me that she is a fan of Billy Joel, I went to the local video store and I rented a Billy Joel concert on VHS because there was a, v, a, a, v, a VCR in the back of the limo. And I put it in and I had it playing. So when I went to her house and I picked her up. We, we got in the car and we're heading to the prom and she, she just goes, What's this? Oh, really? Yeah. I actually think that's kind of nice. Oh, you thought it was okay? Yeah, I, I, w- I, w- I was surprised I didn't cringe. I, I actually think that's very thoughtful that you took the time to go and rent a video that had the artist that she really liked on it. To me, that's actually very, very kind, and, and it shows that you put some effort. She she cringed? Because apparently she was not, apparently, apparently she was not that big of a Billy Joel fan. It was just something she had oh, mentioned in passing. Okay, like, now I'm cringing. Like it, it came no. up of like something about Billy Joel. She's like, oh yeah, I like Billy Joel. And that's like one little nugget I picked up on, thinking that she must be obsessed with Billy Joel. And so that's why, because I remember like in the car, like Piano Man's playing, and she's her response was like, what's this? Like it's Billy Joel. Well, you didn't know. You thought that she liked it. I think that's a really nice thing to do. I feel like it shows you put effort effort into it how many how many times have you gone out with someone and it's like there's just no effort not saying that you have to jump through hoops and put on a you know a show for someone but i i don't know steph you think that was a nice thing or are you still cringing okay so i do think that it was very thoughtful I do think there is a borderline of like, okay, that's doing it, overdoing it a little too much. And JC, you you crossed that line just a little bit, just a little hair. Now, if you would have uh, had a piano in the limo, (laughs) a keyboard, yeah, then I would have been like, okay, now we're taking it too far. And like, we're going to go have dinner in Allentown. (laughs) I learned piano No pressure for a kiss afterwards. Billy Joel and Sting are coming to Allegiant Stadium. You will be there because your tickets are coming up here in less than five minutes. I really need some advice on this. And it's really for my sister because she she is really upset about something that happened in her own home. Have you ever had people over to your house and maybe someone broke something on, on accident? And if that happens, is it just like, oh, you know... It's okay, no big deal. Or do you say like, hey, the cost of replacing that is this? And nine times out of ten, I'd probably be like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. But in this case, I think she should demand 
payment. I'm so upset for her. And she's really upset. She had some friends over um, over the weekend. And they're there. It's it's her and her husband and then this other couple and the couple shows up and they just had a baby. Well, not just had a baby. I guess he's like two or three years old, but they have this toddler and they brought him. Now, they were not expecting them to bring him. They thought for some reason that they would get a sitter for him, but they bring the toddler Mm -hmm. with them. So little boy, let's uh, call him Bubba. So little Bubba is he's. For lack of a better term, he's an iPad kid, okay? They they put an iPad in front of him, and he just kind of watches his shows. Mm-hmm. So they're all having wine and drinking and having some snacks and stuff, and Bubba's sitting on the couch with the iPad. So they decide to check on him because he's really, really quiet, and they realize that Bubba had gotten off of the couch, found a pen that was on a table, Again, they weren't expecting Bubba to come, so they didn't put away stuff. Well, they didn't baby-proof the house, yeah. and uh, Mercedes' sister and, and her husband, Andrew, have no kids. Exactly. So the house is not baby-proof going into it. Got it. So he, Bubba grabbed a pen that was on a table, went over to where my sister's purse is, her ivory-colored, well, it's more like a peach-colored designer purse, and proceeded to scribble all over her purse in ballpoint pen. Oh, Bubba. The purse is destroyed. You can't clean it. Goo gone. They tried like with the leather cleaner and stuff. It's this is a, a designer. It, it, that brand. sounds like a nice purse. Sure. Of course. And so the parents are like, Oh my gosh, we are so sorry. Oh my gosh. We don't know what to, Oh my gosh. And, and she was like, Oh, you know, we'll try to get it out. Da, da, da. So they, they apologized profusely, but they never offered to pay for it. And I'm mad for her. I'm like, they should pay for the purse. That is ridiculous. And her husband is on my side. He's like, I'm going to ask them to replace it. She's like, we can't. It'll drive a wedge between our relationship if I ask them to. I am so mad for her. Should she ask for them to pay for it or should she not? 702-364-9400. They didn't know that they were bringing the little baby. and, And they were not watching him. It wasn't her job to watch them. It was the parents' job to watch them. Ignorant parents. Whether they pay for the whole thing. And what do you guys think? 702-364-9400. And have you been in this situation? And if so, what did your kid ruin? Or what did you ruin in someone's house? Maybe the the cost, they've got a, the, the, Bubba's parents got a new baby there. The cost of the purse might be too much to them to replace the purse. But they should make some kind of effort to make good. Hey, I know a great leather repair shop here in town. Let me take the purse and see what they can do. Or, hey, maybe they'll offer that night, but come back the next day with a gift card to wherever you get nice purses like that. Or they need to make some kind of effort. Would they can afford to buy an entire replacement purse? I don't know. But they need to make some kind of effort to, to rectify the situation. And that's what I said. Like, okay, she's had this purse for a couple of years, so it's not brand new. So, I, I mean, there's going to be wear and tear. I'm not saying a brand new purse, but at least, like, contribute something. I don't know. It, it just... If they, things may have been different if they would have known that they were bringing the kid, but they never told them. That was a complete shock. They could have maybe proof the house. That was a complete shock. Uh, let's talk to Una. Una, good morning. What do you think? Hi. Um, definitely should pay for the purse. The whole thing, part of it, ask for the repairs. What do you think? 
Well, it happened to us. We were at church. Our kid, without us knowing, got a pen scribbled all over this lady's coach bag. We were so upset for the lady. We were annoyed with the kid, but he was only two at the time. So we ended up going out and buy her, buying her a brand new bag. Yeah, and, and that would be like the ideal situation. But I also understand not everyone can afford brand new bags, you know, and especially if you have a toddler, there's a lot of expenses with that. I'm totally sympathetic to that situation. But just the fact that they're like, oh, my gosh, we're so sorry. Well, oh, thanks bye for wine <laughs> and, and have a good day. Jessica, good morning. What do you think? Good morning. I think just like JC said, um, I think we should take it to like a leather shop or something. Even the original designer store might have something to fix it. Um, you know, I, I think that there is a way to take out the pen. And if it doesn't come out, I think that's when she should bring it up to the front. And, and ask her to pay. Her husband's like ready to go in there and say, you guys got to take care of this. Ah, but but my sister won't let him. Whose friend is it? Is it more of like your, your sister's friend? Your That's brother's a good friend? question. I don't know. Because I think there's there's if it's more of your sister's friend, I could see how Andrew might be more fired up than your sister. Because that, that could be something. Think about it. That could be something that causes a rift in a friendship. Sandy, real quick, there's a way out of this. What is it? Yeah, possibly. They It could be ported to their insurance company. Um, homeowners insurance policies have liability coverage. <sighs> That's brilliant. You are brilliant. Oh my gosh, I'm going to tell her that. That's why we have homeowners insurance. <laughs> Go check them about that. New designer purses for everyone. It's Mix 94.1. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Harmony Clash, Billy versus Sting, for tickets to see them at Allegiant Stadium on November 9th. And Michelle is caller 20. Good morning, Michelle. How you doing? Hi, Mercedes. How are you? Good. Are you ready to, to attempt to decipher the Harmony Clash? Yes. Okay. We're going to play these songs for you again, and then you got to tell us what Billy Joel song it is and what Sting song it is, okay? Okay. Here we go. For tickets to see Billy Joel and Sting. Oh my gosh. What are the two songs? My Life and Every Breath You Take. I don't need you to worry yes, yes, you are correct, Michelle. Oh Congratulations. Yes. Thank you so much. 
you know, it, police counts as a sting song. Heck yeah, it does. So you got exactly. it. Congratulations. Oh, my God. This is huge. Michelle, you're all set. Take us to go see Billy Joel and Sting, Allegiant Stadium. Oh, my God. Saturday, November 9th. Uh, you're all set. Congratulations. <laughs> I listen to you guys all the time, and I never think I would get through. You got through, and look at what you got out of right? it. We are so happy for you, Michelle. Have a great time at that show, and we'll have more tickets for you tomorrow. Another Harmony Clash happening tomorrow morning. Mix 94.1. I saw the saddest thing this morning. Did anyone see Elmo get attacked on the Today Show? I saw the teaser that he was coming up on the show. I didn't see his he was verbally attacked. No, physically. Elmo was attacked. assaulted? He was assaulted by Larry David, of all people. I saw Larry David's segment. Okay. I didn't see in between. What, and, and what? Okay, so like literally it rendered all the anchors speechless. So what happened was Elmo and his dad were on the show, the Today Show this morning, and talking about the viral tweet that Elmo sent out, asking if everyone was okay and how everybody just kind of opened up and trauma dumped on him, saying like, no, Elmo, <laughs> we're really not okay. And, and so he was talking about that and how important it is to... To, to be open with people and check on your friends. So Larry David's next guest on the show, he walks out on the set, grabs Elmo by the face and shakes it and like fake slaps the dad and is like assaulting Elmo. And he's just sitting there, poor Elmo, like in shock. What is what? going on? The anchors are watching. You know that video? You know the video of the judge where the guy like jumps over and yeah. It's like that, but Larry David and Elmo. <laughs> it was it people was, are standing around watching. I need to see this. What the heck? I I feel so sorry for Elmo. It was a horrifying scene. Uh, I, I'm trying to find that right now. And we we started that yesterday. We went around based on Elmo here on the show just to see how everyone was doing. And we started with me, and I trauma dumped you guys. And so <laughs> we didn't we didn't continue on to Steph and you. I think we should should at some point. La, 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 la. Should we do a friend check-in? We should do a friend check-in, yeah. Friend check-in. La, 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 la. Steph. Yes. How are you? Um. No, 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 no. How, how are you? I am tired. <laughs> I, I think with everything going on with, like, the Super Bowl and everything going on, I think I've just been really overworked and like trying to get ahead before I fall behind because we're like getting bombarded with stuff. So I'm just, I'm really, really excited for it. But being, to be completely honest, I'm just kind of, I'm trying to take deep breaths when I can, because that's kind of where I'm, I'm at mentally. It can be hard. It can be, things can be overwhelming. You know, there, there's a lot going on. Do you, do you feel like sad? Do you feel uh, hopeful? Like, how are you feeling? I, I think I'm excited and anxious for all of the things that are going to come to town that I don't know where to start. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to cover this for the show. I want to be here for the show. But then I also have to think about the actual show and what we do on a day-to-day -day basis. And then I have a bachelor party this weekend that I go to, go to in Palm Springs. Like, it's just stacked over stacked. And, um... 
James told me, he goes, yesterday, he goes, hey, I know you're getting overwhelmed with all the things that are happening on your plate, but just realize how blessed you are to be able to work for things like the Super Bowl and to be healthy and to go to our friends' weddings and, and our bachelor parties. So that that's what's keeping me grounded right now because I'm all over the place, like, mentally. But James is like, hey, just take a deep breath, be excited, and just take it day by day because right now I'm like, ah! That's where they start. That's I think that's the key thing. Yeah, take it day by day and event by event too. When, when are you guys leaving for the bachelor party? Tomorrow night. And you driving or flying? We're flying. You flying to Palm Springs? We're flying to Palm yeah. Springs from straight straight flight. Uh, but we're worried about the weather. We see that there's rain coming, so hopefully it clears out. And then you know, worrying about Momo, getting him to a sitter. So honestly, I'm just like, ah, don't worry about it. But at the same time, like you know, while James is at work, I have to do everything. So I'm trying to keep myself on a path where I'm like, okay, make a checklist, make a to-do list, and then worry about stuff for work later, and then go back to the Palm Springs stuff. So it's, it's a lot of juggling right now between that and getting out of weird funks. Like last week, I was in a really weird funk, and I think it had to do with seeing a lot of the friends I haven't seen in a long time and seeing them and missing them. Like I miss our friends because they were like family to us. And then I got in this weird funk like, Oh, like withdrawals from them. Like, oh, I miss them so much and I haven't seen them. And getting and bouncing back from that. I think that's one of the places where I was mentally is like, okay, take a deep breath, you know, unpack that and then realize like, okay, time to move on, move forward to the next thing. So I'm kind of there right, right now mentally. I think it's really important, though, just not to disregard your feelings and not to like not allow yourself to feel the way you need to feel at any given time. And the fact that you're feeling that like homesickness and being around those people, you need to feel those feelings like to just push past them is, is doing a disservice to yourself. You got to let yourself feel that you're right. I need to do a better job of making myself. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to cry. Like I was trying to cry and I couldn't. And so I told you to watch Marley and me so I can let it all out and watching Marley and me helped. I will tell you that I've never seen it before. And until I watched that movie, I was like, Oh my God, all the tears, all the tissues were everywhere. And I, I needed a good cry, and that helped me. This will make you cry. You want to hear Elmo get attacked? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this cures all. Here. Not wait, yet. wait, oh. wait, wait, wait. Oh, 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 oh my gosh. Oh. You love Elmo, don't you? Oh. Are you okay? Mr. Long, Elmo loved you before. Ask permission. <laughs> ask permission before you touch people. Let's oh. <laughs> <laughs> talk about they attacked Larry David attacked Elmo this morning. It was the most heart wrenching thing you'll ever see. <laughs> and then Savage Bachelor Party just get get wild this weekend. Yes, just let loose. You ready? Hot, hot, hot. It's time for the hot three on Mix ninety four point one. The hot three is brought to you by Best Mattress, and just like David says, sleep easy, friends. Mark Zuckerberg and other tech CEOs uh, attended a Senate hearing where they were basically beaten up and held responsible for the exploitation of children, even the deaths of some children due to social media. Um, one of the senators said social media has given predators 
quote, powerful new tools to exploit children. Some say said you have blood on your hands. You have a product that's killing people. Families who whose children were harmed by social media also attended the hearing. And um, one of the senators asked Mark Zuckerberg if he wanted to apologize to them. And Mark Zuckerberg said, I'm sorry for everything that you've been through. No one should go through the things that your families have suffered. And this is why we invest so much. And we're going to continue doing industry-wide efforts to make sure that no one has to go through the things that you and your family have had to suffer. But he said, no matter how much we invest or how effective our tools are, there's always more to learn and more improvements to make. Well, at least they're trying to do something, make some kind of steps and, and change things. The, the, to me, it was the biggest thing with um, with the Taylor Swift, with the um, AI uh, video that came out of her, uh, was it last week, doing some uh, naughty things. And it, it, I think everyone was quick to respond and take that stuff down. So it just sounds like they're taking fast action on these things. Well, yeah. It, well, yes on that. And I wonder if it's just because it's Taylor Swift. But think of all the the parents of children who have oh. died because of... You know, they met someone online that sold them fentanyl and they had a fentanyl overdose and things like that. Like there just needs to be more regulation on stuff like that and less access to kids under 18. It's just it. it there are so many predators out there. It's terrifying. How how like how would you how do you prevent it? How do because there was a thing where someone went and just created a, a TikTok account or some kind of account just as a, as a 13 year old girl and put a couple things that a 13 year old girl might be into. And then the, the instant feed of stuff they were getting was just just like awful stuff was being sent their way. And it's like <laughs> th- that's what you would send. I'm a 13 year old girl signing up on TikTok for the first time. And this is what the algorithm says I should get. It was just like bad stuff. Yeah, they're they're needs to be some sort of regulation on just like what how does this algorithm work how does it decide to send certain things to certain people and i also think that there has to be something with signing up like there's no way that you should be able to sign up for something without giving your real information or you know what i mean like so many there's all these bots out there and and scammers and i don't know there just needs to be some sort of accountability i don't know that you'll ever be able to to do something like that. Yeah, and how do you prevent someone who's, you know, if, if you're, if okay, you're going to be 16 to join. You can't stop someone who's 14 or 13 from doing because all you're doing is just scrolling up and saying, what year were you born? Yeah, exactly. I was born in 1992, whatever year you were born. It's just, yeah, it's, how do you, how do you prevent that? If, there's, if you have the answer, you just, yeah, you right. win a million dollars. <laughs> More than that. Uh, well, this, uh, the guy on his phone that just passed by you on the 215 will probably think that this is a good idea. Everyone else, maybe not. What do you guys think? An Illinois state con- Congressman has just introduced a bill this week that would prevent cops from pulling you over unless you were going at least 26 miles over the speed limit. They they wouldn't even scan your plate and find you. If the limit was 70, you would not have to worry about a ticket unless you were going at least 96. This Democratic uh, senator intro- or congressman introduced a bill on Monday and it said speeding isn't the only thing it would let it do it. It would also stop cops from pulling you over for expired plates, defective mirrors, no bumpers, tinted windows, broken headlights, not wearing a seatbelt. The only time they could pull you over is if whatever you did rose to the level of misdemeanor or felony. 26 miles over is misdemeanor speeding in Illinois. Pretty much everyone thinks it's a bad idea. Um, what do you think? I'm cool with 15. I think 15. You're you're on the 215 right now. Look at how fast you're going. I bet you're not going 65. Maybe going closer to 80. Just look at the, the, how fast the traffic moves on there. I'm cool with going 15 miles per hour over the speed limit. Over that, then I think you should get pulled over and get a ticket. I, I feel like 
if we keep moving the goalposts, it's just going to get higher and higher. So like right now, let's be honest, in all of our minds, we feel like we can drive 10 miles over the speed limit and be fine, right? Yes, because so, over nine, you're mine. Uh, under nine, you're fine. Over nine, you're mine. Is the police officer? Yeah, model. I don't know what it is. But either way, like in my mind, that's what I mm-hmm. think. I'm like, I've got 10 miles per hour and I'm good. Then we bump it to 20. Okay, 25. I'm good. Then in our mind, we're going to be like, well, they're not going to get me for one over 25. And then it goes to 26. And then it's like, well, two over. You know, I th- I feel like this could be a dangerous thing if we keep moving the goalposts on it. And they're talking about highway only because my 15 above is fine is is highway. Surface streets, you got you got to observe that speed limit. Yeah, that, there's a reason why we don't want you driving 65 on a... a, a Going down Desert Inn or something, yeah. Okay, finally this morning, some people will really push a store's return policy whenever they want to get out of a situation. Other people abuse the system. This woman's going viral on social media for bragging about how she returned her couch to Costco after using it for more than two years. If you don't know, Costco has a very generous return policy, which doesn't mention many restrictions. There's some for electronics, for jewelry, for alcohol, for tires and for batteries. And that's that's pretty much it. So the woman, her name's Jackie. She says that she was intimidated about asking for a refund just because she didn't like it anymore. I mean, it's two years old. It's probably out of style. <laughs> she she said, who cares? Return it. They have an awesome return policy. She did not even have a receipt. She just told them when she bought it. They looked it up in their system, and then they credited her credit card for the purchase price, which was about $900. The reaction is pretty mixed. Some people are saying, hey, girl, work the system to your favor. They say that Costco gets money back from manufacturers for returns, and you're already paying an annual membership fee to shop there so you're good but others are slamming her saying that it's people like her who abuse the f- system that eventually force companies to make returns harder for everyone else and they say that it wastes employees time it makes the lines longer for everyone and it ultimately raises prices for everyone do you have an over-the-top return no judgment no judgment here do you have an over-the-top return that you did that you're like ah yeah, I was kind of towing the line that one, but I, but I, I pushed it through. I don't know if it's over the top, but this is a, a return and then a return we saw when, when we were making the return. Okay. So we got a Dyson vacuum cleaner from Costco and we loved the thing and it was great. Well, it broke uh, like probably nine, ten months into owning it. Okay. And my husband's like, let's take it back. I'm like, we've ha- we've been using this for nine or ten months, almost a year. They'll never take it back. He's like, they'll take it back. So we go in. And we tell them what happened. They're like, yeah, do you want to grab another one? You want your money back? We're like, we'll grab another one. So we just, (laughs) we got a brand new vacuum. But this lady that was in line, people were talking about her. I didn't see her firsthand, but so this was just a story. I guess she came in with, um, you know how you can buy the giant box of like the muffins, those huge muffins, like there's chocolate and there's like blueberry. She brought in half a pack of those muffins. Half of them were gone. She said that her and her family had had them and they didn't like them. So she she brought the others. There's like 12. She brought mm-hmm. six back and said they didn't like them. And they gave her the money for all 12 of them. That's a good return policy. I mean, come on. That's a great return policy. And I used my new vacuum to <laughs> yeah. get vacuum the, the crumbs. crumbs. <laughs> it's Mix 94.1. 
94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. There is a sentence I cannot say. I cannot say. And I'm wondering if you, you're, if it's just me or if um, other people have a hard time saying this. Uh, is there a word or a phrase that for the life of you, you just cannot pronounce it correctly? There's a lot of those for me, but I, I tried to say this uh, over the weekend and it's, I couldn't say it at the time, so I was kind of beating myself over up over it all week long, saying it out loud, and I keep stumbling on it. Do you want to type it in the screen, and we'll try to read it? <laughs> okay, let me give you the context first. Okay. So um, I told you we went to a surprise birthday party, and it was at a sushi place, and um, the, they were introducing us to the chef. And so I go... So, so this is the sushi. <laughs> so this is the sushi chef. This oh my gosh. So this is the sushi chef. Can you say that? I'm gonna try in a second. I'm gonna feel confident that I can. I'm gonna put money on it that I can without like seriously sitting there and yes. and enunciating every I'm word. Just say it. So this is a sushi chef. And the only reason because <laughs> Laura and I do sushi. Almost every Friday. Okay. So I think I have more practice than you in, in talking in that world. Oh, okay. Well, excuse <laughs> me. You have more practice in that world. I mean, is it is it like a practice thing yes. where you have to I think, I think get repetition. sushi more and then you can say that? Yes. It's the words, those two words together. So this is the sushi chef. You ready for it? Yeah. So this is... <laughs> See, you can't say it! You can't say it! <laughs> Mercedes, I, I was doing a gimmick there. So this is the sushi... <laughs> you can't say it! Honestly. It's hard so to... this is the sushi... The sushi... <laughs> So this is a sushi chef. Yeah, I'm being all boisterous. I'm going to nail this thing. This is a sushi chef. It's hard to say. Can you say that? And is there something else that trips you up? Steph, can you say that sentence? No. Okay, repeat it one more time. So this is the sushi chef. But say it just normally. Go. So this is the sushi. Ah, no. No, I got this. I got this. So this is the sushi No, you got to say it like you would say to someone else. So this is the sushi chef. (laughs) That is like impossible to say. Mercedes, over here on my left, this is the sushi chef. (laughs) Did you say sushi staff? Sushi chef. (laughs) What other phrase do you have a hard time saying? I, I, I don't know why. It's been bugging me all week long. So this is the sushi chef. I can't say that. Let's focus. Seriously. So this is the sushi. <laughs> then I start la- the sushi. Sushi. I can't even say sushi. See? This is the sushi chef. Why am I saying it like a sushi chef? But does it have something to do with saying so at the beginning of it? And, and does anyone want to give it a shot? Hey. <laughs> hey, this is the sushi chef. No, it's still there. It's still there. Someone just texted and said, try to say this. Four fine fresh fish for you. Four fine fresh fish for you. Let's say it fast. Four fine fresh fish for you. Four fine fresh fish for you. Four fine fresh fish for you. We need, it, you can do it if you're over enunciating every word, but just say it like you normally would. Four fine sushi chefs for you. <laughs> sushi chef. Um, let's talk to Dina. Hey, Dina, what's up? Yes. Hi. Um, have you tried saying Irish wristwatch? 
Irish wristwatch. <laughs> Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Yeah. Mercedes, this is the sushi chef with an Irish wristwatch. Dina, can you say, so this is the sushi chef? So this is the sushi chef. Get faster. So this is the sushi chef. What the heck? Man, it's just us. <laughs> Did you ever take a job just because of the perks that come along with that job? I thought this was really cool. And if, if so, what was the job? 702-364-9400. So last night I was at Legion Stadium for CBS. They're doing a special about the best Super Bowl commercials. They had Boomer Esiason and Danny Rua from NCIS, so the two hosts. So I went down there for, for Channel 8 to do some stuff with everyone there. And it's, it's inside of Legion Stadium, so there's different levels they get into during Super Bowl weekend. I'm talking to the producer on the phone and a one point he's like i'm gonna send my pa my production assistant down to get you guys and bring you into the stadium so so meet this guy and turns out he's just he's a local guy that does production work and super nice kid and he pretty much just took this gig working with the commercial show just so he can have access now to Allegiant stadium and be able to get access to the super bowl that's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. So now he gets to be at the actual Super Bowl? So he's there tonight filming some stuff, and they're circling back next week filming some stuff, and he'll be in there during the Super Bowl as well as a production assistant. That's a, th- I mean, that is a perk, but it just, you're doing it just for the access, not for the money. You you just want the access. Yeah, he, said, he told me there's lots of gigs that pop up, and he, he was telling me some other gigs he gets. Like, this one, I get to be in here for the Super Bowl. And so to me, I think he's definitely getting paid for his work, but the biggest upside is that he's going to be there right now, the lead up to it. You see them uh, painting the field, getting things ready, and then Super Bowl weekend, he'll be inside that stadium because of his job. Is there a job that you took, and it wasn't really, like, the pay wasn't the thing. It was more like, what benefit do I get? 702-364-9400. Bailey, what do you do, and what's your perk? Uh, I'm a first store manager, and the perk is I get first dibs of anything that comes in. Oh, that is the best. Like, you see someone bring in all this cool stuff, and you're like, keeping this, keeping this, keeping this. Okay, the rest of the stuff we can put out. Exactly. What's the best find you've ever had? Uh, I found a nice Louis wallet. I always wonder if that's how that works. The stuff comes in. I'm sure you're still paying for it, but you just get, yeah, you get the first rights of refusal on that stuff. That's that's brilliant. Like sometimes a job will cost you because I used to, I work in retail, similar to Bailey. It was a department store, not a thrift store, but um, the perk was, is the discount I got. I mean, I basically got, I got a 25% off flat fee off of everything, but sometimes there would be days where we would get 50% 50% off. Ooh. They would do just these employee discount days. 50% off anything and everything. And my entire paycheck would be going back to the store. And I think they knew that. I think they knew that. Because I get paid and literally everything back and then some would go to them. So <laughs> having me as an employee was beneficial to their business because they made money. I, get, I gave them back my whole paycheck and then I would beg my mom for extra money so I could buy more stuff. That's how that business stayed open. It was because of you. Yeah. Well, they're now defunct. <laughs> I guess I didn't shop <laughs> enough. Because you left. <laughs> That's why you yes, left and they went true. bankrupt. It's Mix 94.1. Are you guys ready? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Turning Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending? What's trending on Mix 94.1. Margot Robbie's trending this morning. So the actress is finally speaking out about the whole uproar 
over her not getting a nomination for Best Actress at the Oscars in the movie Barbie. Despite the movie receiving eight nominations, neither she nor director Greta Gerwig were even acknowledged. So she was at this special SAG screening this week, and she said there's no way to feel sad when you know you're this blessed. That's just like such a Barbie thing to say. It's very Barbie, yeah. I just love her. Uh, She also went on to say, obviously, I think Greta should be nominated as a director because what she did is a once in a career, once in a lifetime thing. What she pulled off, it really is. But it's been an incredible year for all the films. It's like the Academy doesn't like these movies that make a ton of money. Barbie made a ton of money. Mummy. Money. (laughs) So... Here's the sushi chef. Yeah. So this is the sushi chef. Uh, yeah, so it still blows my mind that the two of them were not nominated. It just, uh, Gosling got nominated, America Ferrara got nominated, as they should be. But yeah, it just it, it blows my mind they were not nominated. Is it because the movie made too much money and had too much commercial success that for some reason they, they snubbed their nose at it? But why, why did the other people get nominations and not them? Yep. Like, not everybody gets a trophy. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, 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 I've, I've made peace with it. The, it would have been nice to see them, but they haven't. And that's that. Like, I, you know, I, I like that she's kind of putting an end to it. Like, I, how can I be upset about this? The the movie was great. I mean, look at her life. Her life was good. What, what gets me is the fact that remember when this whole Barbie movie started and Amy Schumer was supposed to star. Amy yeah. Schumer was supposed to be Barbie. And she dropped out to to creative differences. I don't know what those were, but uh, it would. I wonder if the movie would have been like a just a different vibe with Amy Schumer in it. Versus Margot Robbie. Well, Amy did come out and say because they, they did a rewrite on it. I think I think the movie we saw was a lot different than the movie that they had pitched but, for Amy Schumer. Yeah, no, it was. But I, what I mean is like just general Barbie vibes. Oh, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. I, you get Barbie vibes from Margot Robbie. Um, and I'm not even talking about physical differences. I'm just talking about like. Um, not personality, but you know, just like the aura you give yeah, off. Like, I see it. Yeah, she's more critical. She's more cynical. Mm-hmm. And and I wonder if that would have translated into Barbie. Do you think Amy Schubert would have more of a comedic approach to it? Maybe, maybe. Although I thought that, I thought Margot Robbie did a decent job that way. Yeah. But yeah, Amy would definitely have more comedy in her, in her blood. So yeah, it's just thinking about how things could have been. So that's trending this morning. Live with Kelly and Mark is trending this morning. Kelly Ripa, her husband, Mark Consuelos, they're bringing their show to Las Vegas. They're going to be doing live with Kelly and Mark at the Blue Live Theater over at the Fountain Blue Las Vegas, February 26th and the 27th. They're going to have celebrities. They're going to have musicians. There's going to be a ton of surprises. There's 3,800 people that they can fit into that venue and fans can get free tickets right now. Just go to live with Kelly and Mark.com slash Vegas for your free tickets. And then finally, Chuck E. Cheese is trending. So there's this new Chuck E. Cheese cookbook that's coming out. It's called Chuck E. Cheese and Friends Party Cookbook. It's coming out March 19th, and you can pre-order it right now on Amazon. It, it, I don't know. I'd, if you're a big fan of Chuck E. Cheese, I guess this is a cookbook for you. In case you didn't know, Chuck E. Cheese stands for Charles Entertainment Cheese, and he is listed as the actual author of this cookbook. It's full of recipes for parties and large groups. So they have like things that you could get at Chuck E. Cheese, like their Kansas City barbecue chicken pizza. But then they also have other things like mummy dogs and and rainbow marble unicorn cakes. If Chuck E. Cheese is your jam, this is a cookbook for you. <laughs> Pre-orders now. Um, and they say it's meant to extend the Chuck E. Cheese experience beyond the actual restaurant. And that is what's trending. Those tickets for you to see Justin Timberlake are coming up in five minutes. Go, 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 go. Hold on, hold on.
Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Hey, good morning, Claudia. Good morning. How are you? We are great. You're caller 20. Yeah. <laughs> you are going to see Justin Timberlake. We have your tickets to check him out at the T-Mobile Arena on May 10th. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks. you so much. We're so excited. Oh, we're excited for you, Claudia. Congratulations. And let's see here. So we'll have tickets again tomorrow morning at 940 for you to go see Justin Timberlake. Oh, by the way, there's there's a grand prize attached to this. You're going to get upgraded front section tickets for the grand prize winner. So we'll have more tickets tomorrow at 940. And then actually later on this afternoon, J-Love's got a pair for you in the 1 o'clock hour. It's Mix 94.1. 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Thursday. Thanks so much for joining us. We've got a lot coming up tomorrow. It's Friday, so we will get you ready for the weekend. We got the Friday Rewind. The Oh Wow Will, we're going to spin that. And of course, more tickets. Free to see the biggest shows. Billy Joel and Sting, Madonna, Justin Timberlake. It is all coming up for you tomorrow morning. We are headed out. J-Love is on the way next, but right now it's time for the line of the day. Well, Mercedes gave us a tongue twister this morning. So this is the sushi chef. So, so this is the sushi chef. <laughs> so this is the sushi chef. So this is the sushi chef. So this is... <laughs> See, you can't say it! You can't say it! <laughs> Why is that so hard to say? Say it. So this is the sushi chef. <laughs> you say it. So this is the su- it's just, it's one of those things. So Although this, our caller had no problem whatsoever. I know. She was just like, yeah, so. Why are we on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> we doubt ourselves sometimes. No. That'll do it for show number 1995 of Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss any part of Mercedes in the Morning? Catch up now by downloading today's show on the Odyssey app. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning on Mix 94.1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.